0: Written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is taken from a series of books written under the banner In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 168, Argument for the Existence of God, Episode 11, is entitled The New Models."
1: The safety and integrity of science is only as reliable as our willingness to stick strictly to the rules of logic. Every human endeavor... Every discipline and every theorist wants to claim science as the foundation of their model. That includes evolutionists, psychologists, psychiatrists, sociologists, political theorists, educational theorists, environmentalists, geneticists, politicians, and new age propagandists. All those who wish to create a new world order try to use science as their authority. They justify everything from preaching climate change to promoting sex change through the liberal use of modern scientific theories. Modern science has lent its name to every new age nuance, including behavior modification, genetic alteration, using body parts of late-term aborted fetuses, atheism, humanism, social and political movements, birth control, population control, religious persecution, and nihilism. Modern science is too easily pulled into social issues, and its dominance in education on all levels is pushing out freedom of thought, freedom of religion, freedom of opinion, and freedom of speech. Today, science is actually moving away from the scientific method by becoming model dependent. Even the respected physicist Stephen Hawking claims It follows that a well constructed
0: model creates a reality
1: of its own. Because that danger exists, developing models and selecting facts to fit them is contrary to the scientific method. A model influences perception, and perception is the illusion of reality. Just as the brain, not the eye, perceives three dimensions, it is the brain, not the facts of science, that perceives our world. Science then becomes an upside-down world. If you feed models to the brain rather than facts, then the brain will trust those models. The real purpose of science should be to protect the brain from intrusion and preconceived notions. It should feed facts to the brain and let the brain create the models. It should not feed models to the brain and then require the brain to arrange the facts to fit the model. But that is what is happening to science today. That is how propaganda works. Science is supposed to protect us from propaganda so that we can form our own theories from facts. It is not supposed to feed us propaganda so that, like sheep, we follow preformed models. Today, we live in a prefabricated world, and truth is dying. Science today serves political, social, and ideological movements. Therefore, like Chicken Little, we are all running around exclaiming, The sky is falling. Or should I say, The sky is heating up. What is the difference? We are told what we are going to see before we are allowed to look. Today, we are being told what to think and how to feel, or we will be rejected, repudiated without trial, and cast out. Does anyone dare call anything a sin anymore? Before the word model was used, the word paradigm was used. Changing the model was called a paradigm shift. That's noxymoron. It should be a clue that something has gone wrong with science. Science should care more about truth than about theories. Truth never shifts. Only opinions shift. The theory of evolution, which began as a theory, has become the paradigm around which all scientific thinking is based. It has spilled over into our social, political, and cultural environment. We are moving away from the philosophy that we were all created equal by God and endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights to the idea that the government must create us as equal through entitlements. That shift has sent us into an entirely new direction, that is anathema to freedom. That is a dangerous precedent, because theory, not facts, controls all inferences. That is why I rely upon the wisdom of Clough.
0: Play no tricks on thy soul, O man. Let fact be fact, and life a thing it can.
1: Science needs to keep that couplet ever in mind, putting it above their door, coming in and going out so that it is the first thing they see when they come into their lab in the morning and the last thing they see when they leave. Science quits being science the moment they confuse theory with fact. When theory becomes the model, and facts become the Legos to build that model, science dies, and a new world order is born. What is reality in a world where science believes that man is an accidental collocation of atoms and has no free will? In the scientific view, it follows that if man is an accident, then all of the creation is an accident. Mr. Hawkin added,
0: The lucky coincidences pertaining to the shape of planetary orbits, the mass of the sun, and so on are called environmental because they arise from the serendipity of our surroundings and not from a fluke in the fundamental laws of nature.
1: Mr. Hawkin is certainly right about one thing. It is not from a fluke in the fundamental laws of nature but he is wrong in assigning it to lucky coincidences and certainty of our surroundings. Reality can only exist in a world of absolutes. From a modern scientific view, we live in a world of illusions. Look, for example, at the robotic image of man. Mr. Hawkins said,
0: It is hard to imagine how free will can operate if our behavior is determined by physical law. So it seems that we are no more than biological machines. And that free will is just an illusion.
1: Again, he is following his model rather than allowing the facts to speak for themselves. Does anyone really believe that they are never capable of making their own decisions or never able to discern good from evil or right from wrong or better from best? When all science caves into model-dependent realism, the world as we know it will come crashing down. A benevolent tyranny is just as evil as a malevolent tyranny. Perhaps it is worse, because we cling to the one but try to flee the other. We throw away our self-reliance and become dependent upon entitlements, thus freely giving up our will, while we revolt from the other and escape as soon as we can. The first reaches our center and corrupts our very soul. The second only torments our body and mind. Self remains and our soul will soon revolt. I fear the benevolent tyranny of modern-day liberals as much as I fear any tyrant and more than I fear the dreaded evil of external terrorism. A robot is a well-constructed model which creates a reality of its own. Let me point out that man creates a robot, and then man compares himself to his own creation, thus diminishing himself to the level of his own technology. We are robots creating inferior robots. That can only end in slavery. The role adopted by modern science is to diminish man and reduce all life to accident thus making all forms of life equally meaningless. Using the inductive method, the theory of evolution is also nothing more than a well-constructed model, which creates a reality of its own. Man is compared to chimpanzees. God, the supernatural, miracles, free will, absolute virtues, purpose, intelligent design, individuality, and personal responsibility are denied. Biological machines evolve into more complex biological machines through great infusions of luck. In some reckless way, though science denies all miracles, biological machines are on a one-way street to improvement. It is truly beyond comprehension how a clown can eventually become a Newton or Einstein. Science illustrates the slippery slope of logic when false models become the foundation of their new scientific method. Because science denies God, because man is seen as an accidental collocation of atoms, because man is seen as soulless, Because man is seen as an animal, and because man is seen as a biological machine, free will is automatically denied, and all new discoveries are twisted to conform to preconceived models. Therefore, regardless of the incredible advances of science, truth is denied, and all information is interpreted as a confirmation of existing models. Such thinking will naturally spill over into our educational system, our laws, and our everyday life. It justifies those in power as they rule every facet of our lives, thinking they know better than we do what is best for us. Rather than God creating us all as equal, those in power will try to create us all as equal while reminding us that some are more equal than others, particularly those in power. They will assure us that we need to remain dependent upon them or our miserable life will become more miserable. Does that remind you of communism or socialism or totalitarianism? Or well thought so. Science should remain basically inductive. Model dependence is a deductive process and is death to science, an enemy to truth and a tyrant to freedom. Sciences become a game of Legos. With enough pieces, they can create any model and give it the illusion of reality. Occam's razor would say to choose the simplest explanation possible that includes all the facts and leave out unnecessary assumptions. Model-dependent reality poisons our laws. Our government, our politics, our behavior, our welfare system, our health system, our freedoms, our educational system, our psychological, psychiatric, religious, and social values, and so on. Today, we are changing our Constitution to reflect our changing models. Even the Supreme Court no longer restricts itself to the Constitution. It is rewriting our laws as the decisions on health care and gay marriage show. That is exactly what atheists and evolutionists are doing. They're dictating to us how we should see the world. They are furnishing the new model while tearing down the old model. They claim that even gender is a choice, denying thousands of years of evidence to the contrary. We are moving more and more toward Jonathan Swift's Laputian science. We live in a Lego world where we create reality from prefabricated pieces and make a mockery of justice. Induction moves from specific to general. In other words, we collect facts and draw conclusions. First, using the principles of classification and division, we organize those facts or examples or evidence, and from that hierarchy, draw an inference or conclusion and make a judgment. That is the way true science should view reality. Induction can only be 100% certain when there is complete enumeration. Complete enumeration, a luxury we seldom have, means that all the facts are available, neatly classified and perfectly packaged. Without complete enumeration, uncertainty always exists. One anomaly can falsify a universal statement. The assertion, all crows are black, just needs one albino crow to destroy the argument. On the street where Linda and I lived in Bangalore, India, we had a thousand sleepless brown necked crows. Without complete enumeration, induction is never completely certain of its conclusions. It can only be sure within a narrow field. Induction is only true by probability. Probability increases as confirming evidence increases, but it remains relatively uncertain, and one contradiction can falsify a thousand confirming examples. Science forgets that element of uncertainty. With the illusion of certainty, they lose caution. Model-dependent science presents false certainty. They appear to forget that the major premise of a deductive argument came from the uncertainty principle of an inductive argument. In an inductive argument, with the exception of complete enumeration, there is always uncertainty. Induction goes from specific to general. Deduction goes from a general statement generally drawn from the inductive process to a specific conclusion. The deductive process is no better than the inductive process from which the major premise is drawn. Personally, I think that hasty generalization, just behind either-or, post hoc, and false analogy is another of the key fallacies with science today. It is certainly a key problem with the theory of evolution. Since Charles Darwin and his disciples, from the genius Thomas Huxley to the propagandists of modern science, we assume that God doesn't exist, that we are robots, that life began by accident, that we have no free will, that we descended from apes, that all life is meaningless, that it all ends in a giant heat death, and that evolution is the answer to everything. That is the new model upon which society is now basing all of its decisions. Where do you think that will lead us? I suggest you read Huxley and Orwell. Perhaps you would like to top them off with the book of Revelation in the Bible. That reminds you again of an image from George Orwell's brilliant essay, Shooting an Elephant. It fits our present-day situation perfectly. Here is a paraphrase.
0: A sahib has always got to act like a sahib. He wears a mask. And his face grows to fit it
1: that applies to the fallacy of using models a scientist evolutionist psychiatrist politician policeman environmentalist humanist administrator etc has got to act like a scientist he wears a mask and his face grows to fit it man creates a model and his facts grow to fit it model dependency has potential for both good and evil The model our forefathers used was based on a strong belief that god created all men and women as equal that model gave us america and our freedom the model modern humanists are using will replace the former model with a new world order where those in power not god will try to create all men and women as equal even to the point of eliminating sexuality and all other natural differences but let me issue a caution Look beyond the shallow rhetoric and empty slogans. If we don't, we will be made slaves to a new world order. Do not think for a minute that rights are the issue. How can rights be the issue when rights have already been achieved? Notice that all rights today are assigned to groups, not individuals. Those groups, not coincidentally, are the ones who support the politicians in power. Every new right gives one group power over another. It is power, nothing but power. That the left is seeking, and when achieved, it will be wielded with wicked ferociousness. Power is the agenda, not rights. Power, unlimited power. How else can you account for the loss of freedoms that are destroying our nation? Just ask yourself do you have greater freedom today than you did 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Can you see the trends? There's an adage in crime follow the money. The adage in politics should be to follow the power. The lust for money, sex, and all other fleshly appetites reach their surfeit; They wax and wane. One can be cloyed with sugar, but the lust for power is insatiable. It never wanes and never loses focus. Power is a hungry bear, a crouching tiger, a roaring lion that walks about seeking whom he may devour. We created the model of the world today from false assumptions because we accepted those false assumptions as fact. The modern paradigm of the world is an illusion based on hasty generalization and false analogy, created in bad models, promoted by those who wish to remove God. It isn't real. We are not animals. We are not robots. We are not accidental collocations of atoms. We are children of God, created in the image of God, and all created equal. It doesn't even account for that which we know is real. We know we have free will. We know that virtue is not based on a selfish gene, as biological determinists claim, but is a gift of God. We have even allowed atheists to convince us that altruism is selfishness, and that order and intelligent design are an illusion. We have allowed physicists to convince us that free will is a theory, and that reality is model dependent. We are asked to accept the authority of science that man does not have free will, that the supernatural is not real, that miracles do not exist. And that god does not exist when in our hearts we know better in our authoritative model-based world too many hasty generalizations are accepted as fact such as the theory of evolution based entirely on the fallacy of post-hoc arguments evolution certainly has a scientific basis but it is strictly governed by laws and cannot possibly be the answer to everything our present generation surely ranks as the most gullible age in the history of the world One only must watch television, listen to talk shows, watch documentaries or watch movies to see how immersed we are in the illusion created by the theory of evolution and how totally the audience, like an ostrich, swallows every new theory proposed.